is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. The Democrats in our media get very, very angry when they think a foreign government's interfering with our election, even when they're not. They get very, very angry when they try to claim that Donald Trump was working with Vladimir Putin to get elected president which he never did. They built an entire Russia collusion story, an investigation, criminal investigation. Two and a half years of media around the idea that Donald Trump colluded with Russia to win the election. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Something horrendous is going on in a list of horribles by this administration. And just as Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party got the assistance of NBC and the rest of the media, it's happening again. But this time, their target is not Trump. Not today. It will be tomorrow. It's Benjamin Netanyahu. Biden, Blinken, Obama, Andrea Mitchell, Jake Tapper, Bernie Sanders, all colluding to destroy the state of Israel by decapitating the elected government there, Benjamin Netanyahu, who they've also tried to put in prison, replacing him with somebody who will in effect be a puppet to the Democrat Party, the media, and the Biden administration. They're doing all of this through leaks to the media, and they're doing this behind the scenes with other individuals in Israel to try and take out Netanyahu. 
Here's the story by Andrea Mitchell, who you'd expect. You know, Andrea Mitchell, Thomas Friedman, these people, they're self-hating Jews. But even more, they're mouthpieces for pro-Hamas, Middle Eastern, and Biden and Biden administration officials. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, this is from Andrea Mitchell, dialed up pressure on Benjamin Netanyahu on Wednesday over the future of the Gaza, Gaza Strip, laying bare the Biden administration's growing frustrations with the Israeli Prime Minister's rejection of a proposal last week. I don't know if the Israelis have given us any advice about Mexico. But I want you to think about that. Is there another country on the face of the earth that the Democrats treat like this? There's a profound opportunity for regionalization in the Middle East. Regionalization. In the greater Middle East that we've not had before, says Blinken, during an interview at the World Economic Forum Summit in Davos, Switzerland, the challenge is realizing it. So now they see as a result of all these horrendous attacks on Israel that this is an opportunity to create a Palestinian country, to take land away from Israel, more land, their homeland. Blinken still hasn't been held to account for what he did in Afghanistan. Still. Asked if Netanyahu is the prime minister for seizing this opportunity, Blinken said, these are decisions for Israelis to make. This is an inflection point. They don't mean that. They are involved in the internal governing affairs of the state of Israel, the internal politics of the state of Israel. They're doing the bidding of George Soros. They're doing the bidding of Thomas Friedman, a reprobate at the New York Times. They're doing the bidding of Bernie Sanders. Meanwhile, the Iranians are getting a nuclear weapon. The Iranians are attacking our troops. Iran has attacked Pakistan. But this is about regionalization. Blinken's comments made during an interview with New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Can you imagine? Come just a week after a trip to the Middle East to try to get Israel and Arab leaders to agree on a path forward for Gaza once the war with Hamas ends. They don't. What do you mean once the war with Hamas ends? They want it to end tomorrow with an Israeli surrender. Because Hamas is never going to stop. How do we know? They told us that. The Biden administration and Netanyahu's divisions over Israel's handling of its war with Hamas, as well as the Israeli leaders' refusal to consider U.S. proposals for a post-war Gaza. The U.S. proposals with an S, the U.S. proposal is to give it to the Palestinians, who in turn will vote in Hamas. And if it's not Hamas, it'll be some other Islamo-Nazi organization. The surveys tell us that. The Arab and Palestinian surveys tell us that. You've never seen pressure like this on Israel before in your lives. Never. Because the Islamists in our country populate our schools, populate our media, and populate the Democrat Party and their regime. Blinken is pro-Iran. 
He's hired pro-Iranian advisors. He will not lift a finger to stop Iran from attacking our troops or from building nuclear weapons. And so under that environment, what they're saying is Netanyahu, let, let me be clear, Netanyahu is the only leader in the entire free world who's standing up to this. So they want to take him out. And they're leaking like sieves now. The Secretary of State, Andrew Mitchell, you are disgusting. You are shameless. You sit there as a stenographer for this administration. You are grotesque. The Secretary of State returned to Washington, the official said, having been rebuffed by Netanyahu on all but one of the administration's ask and understanding that Israel would not attack Hezbollah in Lebanon. So Israel wouldn't do what Blinken told them to do, which is what Obama wants them to do. Because in the end, Blinken is an Obama operative. Goes on. Blinken's major achievement on the trip was getting a commitment from Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and four other Arab leaders to help rebuild Gaza after the war, multiple senior administration officials said. The Arab leaders are agreed to support a new reformed Palestinian government to secure Gaza, the officials. What the hell does that mean? What does that mean? A reformed government? Well, if they're a quote-unquote democracy, they're not going to elect a reformed government. The peaceful, moderate Palestinian citizens, when they vote, they vote for terrorists. Every damn time. The Saudi Crown Prince offered to normalize relations with Israel as part of a Gaza reconstruction agreement, a diplomatic development Netanyahu has long sought, but only if the Israeli leader agrees to provide Palestinians with a pathway to statehood. That was not always the case. It wasn't the case under the Trump administration. It wasn't the case before this war broke out. It's the case now because Blinken has told the Saudis to make it a condition. And Blinken has said it because Obama and Thomas Friedman have told him to say it. Netanyahu rejected the offer, officials said. Notice how they're putting all this out to Andrea Mitchell. She's not a reporter. She's a mouthpiece. Telling Blinken that he's not prepared to make a deal that allows for a Palestinian state. And that's, you see, cannot be accepted by Blinken and the other Islamists and Marxists. Now, three senior U.S. officials. So they talked to Blinken and Sullivan, and they talked to others. So we have three senior officials now. Say the Biden administration is looking past Netanyahu to try to achieve its goals in the region. Several senior U.S. officials told NBC News that Netanyahu, quote, will not be there forever. Well, God willing, neither will Biden. He doesn't talk this way to China. He kisses Xi's ass. He kisses Xi's ass in public and private. He doesn't talk this way to Vladimir Putin. He doesn't talk this way 
to any of the genocidal murders and dictators around the world. None of them. But Netanyahu, why not? It would be suicidal, and Netanyahu knows it, to give the Palestinians their own state. Jordan knows it. Egypt knows it. They all know it, which is why they don't want a single immigrant from the Gaza Strip coming to their countries. And neither would we. Can you imagine creating a country? What are you going to do if they elect Islamists? They're going to be allied immediately with Iran. They're going to be allied immediately with Turkey. They're going to be allied immediately with Qatar. Qatar! Who Biden embraces, who Blinken embraces. Do you understand, America, what's going on here? We have an administration that is hell-bent on destroying the state of Israel. And is literally providing billions of dollars to our enemies. To attack us and the state of Israel. When three short years ago, none of this was going on under Donald Trump. They go about, oh, democracy. There's chaos under Trump. No, there's chaos and war in the Middle East now. Under Biden and Blinken and Obama. Blinken told Netanyahu that ultimately there is no military solution to Hamas, according to the officials leaking, and that would be Blinken, and that the Israeli leader needs to recognize that or a history will repeat itself and violence will continue. But the officials said Netanyahu was unmoved. Thank God. Netanyahu needs to try and protect his people. It's amazing. The attack happens on October 7th, and the meeting the Democrats blame Netanyahu for not being prepared. Yet all the intelligence information didn't rise to the top, and it would, even if it did rise to the top, it wasn't his government there. It was the very government there that Biden is trying to reinstall by interfering in the state of Israel's governance. He won't even secure our own border, that dumb bastard. That's right, I said it. They use Hitler, I'll use that. The official said the Biden administration is trying to lay the groundwork. Ready? For other Israeli and civil society leaders in anticipation of an eventual post-Netanyahu government. They are trying to coalesce the radical left in Israel, the minority left-wing parties that do not have the support of the Israelis. The media in Israel, like this fool, Barak, who hides behind Axios. Ehud Barak, Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. Lapid, former television face. He will do whatever Biden tells him to do. He just wants to be prime minister. It's incredible. Blinken also met individually with members of, of Netanyahu's war cabinet and other Israeli leaders, including opposition leader and former Prime Minister Yair Lapid. And I remember them attacking Netanyahu for giving a speech openly and publicly in the House of Representatives, I think it was 2015, on, the, on Iran. Our government is going around the back of the commander-in-chief of Israel, the elected prime minister of Israel, going to his political opponents, going to his media enemies, going to, na- going to all these groups and organizations and the media, 
to try and take out the leader of Israel in the middle of a war. In the middle of a war. And Andrea Mitchell keeps handing back two senior administration. You know who they are, Andrea. We all know who they are. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Well, the truth is, you have to understand that Netanyahu is to Biden, Obama, Blinken, Sullivan, the Democrats, Donald Trump of Israel. Even though Donald Trump's not a big Benjamin Netanyahu fan for reasons that really are odd, quite frankly, perplexing, but that doesn't matter. And the left in Israel is like the left in America, Marxist-oriented. And the the media in Israel is like the media in America, Marxist-oriented. Two-state solution. Joe Biden is a buffoon. He's an arsonist when it comes to foreign policy and, quite frankly, domestic policy. As I said, look at his record. Look at his record domestically. Look at his record in terms of foreign policy. You know, the Israelis have to live with this. Whatever decisions, they have to live with it or die with it. They have to live or die with it. You saw what happened to their people. And it's not a mistake. It's not a coincidence. It's not objective. The endless attacks on the Israeli government, on the Israeli military, the state of Israel, it's appalling. Mark Levin, the research arm of conservative media. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Look, all of this is interrelated. They're talking about regionalization. He, there, it's, he spewed it out of his mouth, did Blinken. Wasn't good enough having the Abraham Accords, one-on-one deals. Regionalization. This is what I've been talking about. This has been the obama blinken Mali strategy from day one. Israel must be weakened. Israel must have military powers, military powers equal in strength. This is why they won't take on Iran. They'll hit the Houthis here and there and say, but they're not going to take on Iran. This is why they don't mind if Iran has a nuclear weapon. We are being sold out, America. Imagine what will happen with us if Iran has a nuclear weapon. They will cut off that whole area of the world. While Biden and his Marxist corrupt bastards are trying to cut off our energy independence right here at home, the Iranians will cut it off overseas. We won't have the kind of energy that we need to have a prosperous country. And on top of that, all the climate change regulations. So Biden has taken... His wrecking ball, his arsons matches, not only to we, the people in the United States, but overseas to the people in Israel. And he'll do the same damn thing to the people in Taiwan. That's the truth. Our border is wide open. Because Biden wants to change the country. And for all the talk about replacement theory, listen to Joy Reid. 
Listen to all of them on MSNBC. Listen to them on CNN. They want it to occur. Vote comes out of Iowa. Iowa's too white. It's too Christian. Well, how do you fix that? Make it less white, less Christian. You must understand this is going on right in front of our eyes. It's not a joke. I've written about it in my last two books. You're witnessing it. You're experiencing it. You're seeing it on TV. The press is more than happy to tell you what Biden and Blinken and Obama want to do. Obama, Blinken, and Biden want to do to Israel what they've been doing to us, destroying our traditions, destroying our borders, destroying our economic system. America shouldn't be a superpower. We're an imperialist, colonialist nation. It shouldn't be a white majority country. Everything's looked at race. Because of these damn white Europeans who came to this country and conquered it. This is what they write. This is what's taught in our colleges and universities. It's right there in American Marxism. And the Democrat Party wants power. And they want power unchallenged. How do they get it? They import it. That's how they get it. And they seek to destroy anybody who gets in the way. Now they've raised it to the level of criminalizing and imprisoning and bankrupting anybody who dares try to get into the way. Whether it is Trump or in Israel, whether it is Netanyahu. These men don't have extremist philosophies. They love their countries. But they're trying, the left, to destroy our country. They're trying to destroy Israel. They see this as an opportunity. Hamas's attack, mass rape, mass killing of babies and children and anybody else who got in their way. Blinken saw it as an opportunity. As they protect the Iranian regime. As they arm the Iranian regime. As they arm Hamas. We've been in many wars. We used to win them. And when we won World War II, we didn't just turn Germany over to the Germans or Japan over to the Japanese or Italy over to the Italians. We spent time changing the culture. We occupied these countries. We took time changing their cultures. They didn't hold elections. Hey, let's have an election. Even after the Civil War, the North didn't leave every southern state. Until some of these southern states, like it or not, some of these southern states capitulated in every respect. It's amazing to me. Unbelievable. If you're China, Joe Biden's your best friend. If you're Israel, he's your worst nightmare. So crazed and insane are Obama, Biden, and Blinken. 
Our troops are coming under fire. And they won't attack the source. Can you name another president ever in the United States who would allow that? You can tell me Clinton. Clinton wouldn't allow it. Carter? Carter wouldn't allow it. We're at a totally different and new place as a country. We literally have an administration who supports the enemy with finances, with diplomacy. I'm going to make a statement, and I don't make it lightly. And I'm making this statement not to be provocative. I don't need to be provocative. But there needs to be a national discussion now. Antony Blinken is a traitor. He's a traitor to this country. He brought in Mali, who's a special pleader, if not operative, for the regime in Iran. The Islamo-Nazi regime that has effectively declared war in our country. He brought in three others, one of whom is thought to be a spy. They chased off Mali because he had his clearance pulled. And they still won't discuss it with us. Everything in secret. A traitor. A traitor. Somebody who goes around the back of the people of the United States. And gives aid and comfort to the enemy. He's a traitor. That's what he is, Blinken. And he has supporters throughout the media. Jake Tapper. Who brings on Bernie Sanders. A bigot. An extremist. A Marxist who hates this country. So awful that he tries to bring this, this vote to the floor of the Senate. And both parties say no. But Jake Tapper finds him very compelling. So bring, of all the people Jake can bring on, that's who he brings on. Why? Because he agrees with them. That's why. They don't call him fringe and extreme. No. Not at all. And of course, the, the insurrectionists in the street, the Islamists and the Marxists, all Democrats, they see what goes on and they figure, well, let's keep pushing Biden. Let's keep pushing him, pushing him, pushing him and get our way. Let's threaten him in the election. That's the best way to get him because in the end, that's all Biden cares about. They come to the defense of a woman who was president of Harvard and never should have been. She didn't have the brain power. She didn't have the scholarship. She was stealing information, intellectual property from others, including black people, and pawning it off as her own. But that's racist to remove somebody like that. We're not falling for this crap. We're not buying it. We're not accepting it. And we're not intimidated by it. Period. But the levers of power of our government, including diplomacy, including the ability for this traitor, Blinken, to go all around the Middle East and build a coalition, not for peace, but against Israel. And then brag about it. Brag about it to Andrea Mitchell. And she has five anonymous senior officials. Yeah, right. 
That's really good. Unbelievable. If Andrea Mitchell had been at that festival on October 7th and survived it, I doubt she'd have the attitude in her plush home with her multi-million dollar salary and bank accounts that she has right now. I doubt it. If Jake Tapper had been at that festival, and these are basically liberal kind of peaceniks that were at this, this festival. Young people who believed as Blinken does. Who believed as Thomas Friedman does. Who believes that every mentally unhinged leftist believes. It's just a matter of negotiating. Give them what they want. River to the sea. Shh, stop saying that. Stop saying that. Stop saying that. Hamas said. Hamas said. We don't want another country. We want it all. Every inch of Israel belongs to us. That's what they said. Iran's not interested in a two-country solution. Iran has its own country. It's interested in destroying the state of Israel. They're not interested in solutions. They're interested in final solutions. These people are destroying our country. They're destroying Israel. Destroying it right in front of your eyes. The way Biden has provided aid to Ukraine was impossible for them to win. Impossible. They're holding their own, but they're losing people by enormous numbers. I've got more. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. How much time do I have, Mr. Producer? Not enough, but I want to tell you what I'm going to do right out of the box in the next hour, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to hear again from former Governor Dick Lamb in October 2003 in an event in Washington, D.C. He's passed since, and he's quite a liberal Democrat in Colorado. But there is one issue in which he was prescient. He's not alone. Arthur Schlesinger Jr. was another one. And there were more Democrats, old-time Democrats. But they loved the country. Unlike Blinken, Obama, and Biden. Who literally have taken more from the government and the country than they have given you get elected to high office and have become super wealthy. The case of Blinken, he would be a failed associate assistant professor at Ed's College, somewhere in Argentina. And then I'm going to want you to hear what the idiot press secretary had to say on who's responsible for what's going on on our border. They say, well, you know, we had comprehensive immigration reform proposal. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't need proposals. 
We don't need comprehensive immigration. We don't need more laws that have these phony titles and lie and actually do the opposite of what they say. Just enforce the damn law. That's what Trump did. He took the law and he followed it. And then he issued regulations and executive orders in order to follow up on it. And Biden comes in, burns it down the way he's burning down Israel. He's burning down our border, burning down our economy. Then he blames everybody else. He blames the Jews in Israel. He blames MAGA in the United States. Dumb bastard never looks in the mirror. Oh, Mark, that's out of, out, really, really, and it's just those words. Oh, they say Hitler. I'm supposed to cower. I call him as I see him. He's exactly what I said. Like his reprobate son. Really, it was Bo who was the class act. It might have had some ability to lean on his father and keep him on track. But unfortunately, and it was tragic, he passed. So now there's Hunter, who Joe Biden has said is the smartest person he's ever met. And by the way, I don't doubt that. Because Joe Biden's an idiot. He's always been an idiot. He was an idiot in college. He was an idiot at law school. He was an idiot in the Senate. He was an idiot as vice president. He's an idiot as president. He's an idiot. That's why the media have to protect him. Because he's a Democrat, after all. He's a crook. But they protect him. He's a liar, but they protect him. Lots more to come. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. We will, in fact, be taking calls in the last half hour of the show. Former Governor Dick Lamb, October 2003. When Democrats in high office did love America. When Democrats in high office did believe in national sovereignty. When Democrats in high office did believe in America and assimilation. That's not the case anymore, and it's certainly not the case with their media, their professors, and their freeloaders who want free student loans. And now marching in the street as if it's their right. America needs to rise up in numbers we've never seen before, in every election possible, or we're going to lose this place. It's had some, I think we're already losing it. We're unraveling right before your eyes. And these clowns in the White House and this regime will take down as many allies with them as they can. 
And they are. And they are. Look what they've done to our own military. They're hollowing out our own military. People don't want to join anymore. And they, they run the numbers based on race because, you know, everything's race and power. There is a dearth of white young people coming forward to join the United States military. Why? Because they're discriminated against. That's why. But there's a dearth of everybody in every race and background coming forward to join the United States military. We're an all-volunteer army. And so our numbers are going down in terms of recruitment. And yet, we have people of the same age group marching in the streets and demanding that you and I pay for their student loans. That's a nation that's dying. And you can blame the Democrat Party. I was just told the Democrat Party hates America. We've sold well over 350,000, almost 400,000 books. And it just keeps chugging along. I was also told that the sounds of Barnes & Noble compared to the other books were very low. Because Barnes & Noble censored the book. The sales of Walmart, Costco, Amazon, Excellent, all the other retailers, but Barnes & Noble, except Hudson. I think we sold 12 books or something. Another joke. Claimed to be for free speech and reading. and a, Yeah. Just don't attack Biden, the Democrats, and you know. But in the context of what's going on on this board, I want you to listen to the late liberal Democrat governor of Colorado, Dick Lamb, and tell me if there's another Democrat in a leadership position anywhere that thinks and speaks as clearly as this man. And this was an event, as I said, in Washington, and this wasn't supposed to be a subject. He walks up to the podium in front of all these bigwigs, and he decides, I have got to talk about something. I've got to explain something. Now that you're all gathered here, and today, Dick Lamb would be dismissed as a racist by the racists at MSNBC. He'd be, the, he'd be accused of being a racist by the racists at, at CNN. Cut 22, go. I would like to share with you my plan to destroy America. If you think, and some do, that America is too smug, too rich, too self-satisfied, not diverse enough to white bread. I have this plan. Toynbee, you know, said that all great nations rise and they all fall. And he said, and the autopsy of history is all great nations commit suicide. So here's Stop my plan. There. I want you to listen to what he just said. Great nations rise and they fall. And an autopsy of history shows they destroy themselves. Those are the most profound words you will hear all month. And unfortunately, it's our generation doing it, and you're witnessing it right now. Our generation and our kids. 
with a doddering old buffoon in the Oval Office, surrounded by these Marxist bastards who hate this country. Obamaites. Obamaites. Let's start at the top again, Mr. Producer. Former Governor Dick Lamb, the deceased governor, liberal Democrat from Colorado. Go. I would like to share with you my plan to destroy America. If you think, and some do, that America is too smug, too rich, too self-satisfied, not diverse enough, too white bread, I have this plan. Toynbee, you know, said that all great nations rise and they all fall. And he said, and the autopsy of history is all great nations commit suicide. So here's my plan, eight parts. Number one, I'd make it a bilingual, bicultural country. History shows us that no bilingual, bicultural country lives at peace with itself. There's not one, I believe, that doesn't exist with an incredible amount of tension and conflict, if not civil war. My second part of my plan would be to invent something called multiculturalism. This would be two parts. Number one, I would say that all cultures are created equal. It would make no difference and make it impossible to talk about such things as culture. And the second one is that I would really try very hard to make people continue their cultural identity. I would replace the melting pot with the salad bowl. My third part of my plan would be to make the fastest growing demographic group in that country the least educated. I would add a second underclass to the first underclass, unassimilated, undereducated, antagonistic, and then I'd have 50% of them drop out of school, not graduate from high school. The fourth part of my plan would be to get the big foundations to fund, and big business, to fund these efforts with lots of money. I would invest in ethnic identity and uh, victimology. I would get them to think about their lack of success was only the fault of the majority. I would start a grievance industry. The fifth part of my plan is I would develop dual citizenship. I would promise people actually divided loyalties, allow them to allow both for, to vote for both Vincente Fox and George Bush. The sixth part, and this is important, I would place all of these subjects off limits. I would make it taboo to talk about, actually, or criticize this whole thing. I would make it uh, come up with a word like heretic used to be 200 years ago. Let's say we call it racist. And I would try to accuse anybody of this that would object to my ideas. My seventh part, then, I would make it impossible to enforce our immigration laws. I would develop a mantra, let's call it this, that uh, because immigration has been good in the past for America, it will continue to be uh, good in the future. My eighth and last part, and it's important, is I would censor this book. This man is dangerous. He's on to my plan. Don't read this book. And he was pointing to Victor Davis Hanson in his book, Mexifornia. Mexifornia. A Democrat. Anybody who speaks that way today on radio or TV is viciously attacked and character assassinated. Donald Trump says these things. And so he's anti-immigrant. See how it works? 
But it even gets more sinister, more evil. When Jean Pierre, what comes out of her mouth, what she's told to say. And she must get paid a lot of money in her mind because she's destroyed any reputation she may have had. And Jackie Heinrich, who I admire, is a very good reporter at the White House. Cut 21, go! Will the administration then amend its separate statement um, that implied that Texas officials were responsible for the deaths of three migrants um, when, in fact, they had nothing to do with it. They had already been dead for an hour by the time Mexico told uh, anyone in the U.S. about it. And the administration admitted as much in their court filing. They, they acknowledged that in their court filing, but the statement from the White House implies that Texas was responsible, and a number of outlets were forced to issue corrections and editor's notes because of that White House statement. So will the White House amend that statement? So let's be sensitive here. Three people died. Three migrants died. Two children and a woman. That was devastating. Devastating situation, heartbreaking situation. Devastating situation, lady? Devastating situation? Do you understand what you and your party and your president have unleashed on this country? And have unleashed on those migrants? Sex trafficking? Rape tents? Separating little kids from their parents? At records we've, we've never seen before? Tens of thousands of teenagers from other countries let loose in this country doing slave labor. That's the kind of slavery they don't talk about. The criminals coming across? Likely terrorists. Why wouldn't they? Nobody's being tested for any viruses, any communicable diseases. Nobody's being tested for measles and we now have an outbreak. At Dulles Airport and Reagan Airport, a measles. Diseases that we conquered long ago. And in our inner cities. And in the interior of the United States. The numbers are adding up. Children can't go to their schoolrooms. Because rooms made for illegal aliens. Hotels. Like the Roosevelt Hotel in New York. They don't have paying customers anymore. They have illegal aliens filling up their rooms, subsidized by the city and state of New York. This is going on all over the country. We have law enforcement chasing the same recidivists coming here illegally and committing crimes, including murder. The gang situation is completely out of control in this country. With MS-13 and these other gangs getting their orders from Central and South American headquarters. Emergency rooms are full. Classrooms are full. She says, let's be sensitive, America. Let's be sensitive. We're more than sensitive. We're suckers. We're suckers. Go ahead. 
mindful of what we're talking about here. I want to take a step back and... Uh, and um, uh, Shut up, you idiot. Let me just tell you what took place here. Three migrants died. The Biden White House tried to exploit it, which is what they do. Like October 7th in Israel, they're trying to exploit it now. Because they're cold-blooded, power-hungry radicals. That's what they are. So they're blaming Texas. They're blaming the patriotic, red-blooded citizens who serve in Texas law enforcement. Law enforcement for the death of those three migrants when they had absolutely nothing to do with it. Zero. They weren't even there when it happened. The Mexican government even says it happened an hour before they even showed up. The Department of Justice suing Texas for trying to secure its own borders because that damn federal government is working for the other side just as they're working for Iran. They want Texas to lie down and roll over and play dead. As all this is happening to the people of Texas, they're angry with the governor, who's doing everything humanly possible to stop this, to draw attention to it. It's the governor's fault, don't you know? It's the Texas police. It's their fault. People are dying. It's the Republicans' fault. They wouldn't go for comprehensive immigration before. I want to remind you, when Nikki Haley runs around in New Hampshire and talks about Trump and chaos, I want to remind you that when Joe Biden runs around and talks about democracy, he means anarchy. He means autocracy. What's going on on our border is not supported by the American people. Overwhelming majority of Americans, every walk of life in this country, even Hispanic Americans, can you believe it? The Democrat Party and the media, they're floored. What, Hispanic Americans? Because they see everything through ethnicity and groups and stereotypes. Yes, citizens, American citizens, all of them. They've had enough. They've had enough. But so what? You have the Speaker of the House, Republican, who's drawn the line and says, there's no budget deal until you fix the border. And so now, the Biden administration is blaming the Republicans and Trump. We sent them a bill comprehend, just enforce existing law. But they defy it. One more time, Republicans on Capitol Hill. One more time, and I'll keep saying it. This is an impeachable offense. Get your asses out of your offices. Go to the floor of the House. Have your articles ready. And start with immigration. Right at the top. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. 
And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbors back, who pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. So Obama's now campaigning with Biden because Biden obviously can't campaign by himself. And Obama's trying to defend this administration because he owns it and he runs it. These are his people. Let's be honest, America. And so here he is. New 2024 fundraising video. Cut one, go. Our democracy depends on you. It really does, folks. That's no joke. That's why we need you. We need your help to ensure Joe's leadership continues to guide us forward. We know the other side won't rest, so we can't either. Your donation will help. Oh, poor baby can't rest. At his mansion in Washington, his mansion in Chicago, his mansion at Mather's Vineyard. Poor guy can't rest. Same with Michelle. They're very worried about democracy in America. When they keep talking about fundamentally transforming America. To what? To another asshole country. That's what? This experiment of Marxism and Marxism light, it's been tried everywhere. Are you enjoying it, America? Are you enjoying it? Because that's exactly what's going on. I'll be right back. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbors back, who pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. Mark Levin, America's passionately cerebral voice. Talk with that voice now. 877-381-3811. This program is not for the faint of heart. This program is different. It's full of passion, emotion, but also cerebral. And no holds barred. Nobody gets a pass when they're a public figure. Nobody gets a pass 
when they're trying to affect your lives, including everything from your body to your kitchen, to your automobile, to your children's education, to monitoring and censoring you. These people don't get a pass. We are surrounded by people who hate us and hate our country. We're surrounded by bigots and anti-Semites, Marxists and Islamists. The umbrella group for all this is the Democrat Party. These people have no home in the Republican Party. As absurd as the Republican Party can become. It is not a party that seeks to destroy our country, seeks to destroy the citizenry, seeks to destroy our economic system, seeks to destroy our cops and our military, seeks to destroy our closest ally, Israel. That's not the Republican Party. Our problem with the party is it doesn't fight. And it doesn't stand for crap. The other party fights and they stand for all. A lot of stuff. All the wrong things. Democrat Party has always been racist. Hear me. Always. It's always been bigoted. What's the difference, Mark? Because bigotry actually goes beyond racism. It can affect other groups and nationalities and so forth. But racism, bigotry, anti-Semitism. It's always been an anti-Semitic party. They lie about Franklin Roosevelt, one of the biggest anti-Semites ever to sit in the Oval Office. They lie about his civil rights record. He had no civil rights record. He wouldn't even sign an anti-lynching federal law that landed on his desk in 1940. He wouldn't sign it. Franklin Roosevelt, whose State Department, much like Biden's State Department, much like Obama's State Department, was loaded with Jew haters. Read the book, chapter and verse, names, dates, diaries. And they lie because they have this media. They have the Jake Tappers, the George Stephanopoulos, all Democrats, all of them. Last survey, over 96% of the media are either Democrats or left-leaning independents, not Republicans, not conservatives. Same numbers in our universities when it comes to faculty. Same numbers. They control the educational indoctrination. They control the public indoctrination. But they're for democracy, even though we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic, but we play along. They oppose free speech. They oppose academic freedom. They oppose an independent Supreme Court. They're the danger. They want to destroy checks and balances and separation of powers. They want to use the 14th Amendment to keep Donald Trump off the ballot. Nobody's even come up with that cockamamie idea before, but there they are. They want to use the 14th Amendment, 
Section 4. To enable Joe Biden to raise taxes, to borrow money, and to raise the debt limit on his own. But they stand for democracy. They're destroying the integrity of the vote, of the voting system. They're not increasing the number of people who can vote who have a right to vote. They are instituting fraud in the voting system. This is why they don't want voter ID. It's a funny thing. You want your name, social security number, and all the rest when it comes to everything else. But not when you vote. Why? We know why. Because that party cheats, lies, and steals. That's why. And whatever you do, don't mention it. Don't mention it. Don't mention it. Because Bill Barr says the last election was the cleanest ever. And of course he would know from his office at the Department of Justice. He was so busy looking into it. Yes, they have their their supporters among the fifth column in the Republican Party. These people would spend 10% of the time they spend attacking Trump and others and focus it on the real enemy that's truly destroying this country. It would help. Pages of the Wall Street Journal. The editorials from the National Review. I mean, seriously, boys? Seriously? Kidding me? Governor Maryland, useless. Didn't do a damn thing. Didn't move the ball one inch. Suddenly he's important. Former governor of New Hampshire. Didn't do anything substantial in New Hampshire. His name is Sununu, like his daddy's. A rhino. Can't get enough attention in the media. And the list goes on. And that's Nikki Haley, Larry Hogan, Chris Sununu, Mitt Romney, Susan Collins. There she is. And you can't tell me one, let alone three. Profoundly conservative things she did in South Carolina. And I can give you a hundred in Florida with DeSantis. And that's why they oppose him against her. In fact, she's such a coward. I'm not going to do a debate in New Hampshire unless Trump's there. Now, she knows Trump isn't going to debate. Why would he? Be stupid. Because she doesn't want to debate DeSantis, that's why. She's above him, you know. Because there's now more information on her and her tactics and who she's colluding with as the race goes on, and she doesn't want to be called on it. So every show she's on kisses her butt. By the way, did you know she's a woman, Mr. Producer? But she can't say succinctly if a man can be a woman. Now, does that sound like a Republican or a conservative? No, that sounds like a Biden Supreme Court nominee. It's a Biden Supreme Court nominee who we mocked, who we mocked. When she says the same damn thing, Folks, this really is a turning point. This is not a joke. 
We're losing the country. We're destroying the state of Israel. We're destroying our own borders. We're giving safe harbor to Hamas supporters. They're in our streets. They're ripping down postages of kidnapped hostages. They undertook an insurrection over the weekend Saturday. Oh, don't call it an insurrection. You know, we on the left, we blow up things. We shoot members of Congress. We, we do all this stuff. We kill cops. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they deserved it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Obama's out there. Barack Obama. I would ask people in the inner city, in these communities, when's the last time you saw Obama? When's the last time you heard from Obama? What did Obama do to improve your schools? He stood in the doorhouse of every school to prevent little black kids from going to school with little white kids in what we call school choice. He did exactly what Orville Faubus did for a different reason. Faubus did it because he's a racist, or was. And there is Bill Clinton's mentor, Forbes, Fulbright, segregationist, racist. Obama did it because there's only one thing for Obama and his Marxist ilk that's more important than race. And race baiting, I should say. That's power. Power. And the teachers' unions with your tax money and their numbers. Massive is a crucial, crucial army of volunteers at the precincts on Election Day. How many of you, by the way, in your school districts? Election Day, teachers are off. It's a, what do they call it, a work day, Mr. What do they call that? No, no, they call it something that it's not. A teacher something day. They need their money. And there's built-in Democrat precinct workers. And now, Biden, with an executive order, four hours off for any bureaucrat to vote. And four hours off for any bureaucrat to work at the polls. Democracy, don't you know? And half a trillion dollars to the biggest base of the Democrat Party, young people, Oh, you don't have to pay these student loans. You know, we'll handle it for you. Meaning every damn one of us has to pay it. Truck drivers, plumbers, janitors, waiters and waitresses. People who make this country work. Who didn't get a four-year college degree. You're subsidizing some punk ass that went to college, took out a loan, and doesn't want to pay it anymore. Oh, okay. And now they're in the streets insisting that you pay for it. The Democrat Party has given up on working Americans. They're into billionaire sports figures. They're into billionaire Silicon Valley types. They're into billionaire hate America types like Soros and his disgusting ilk. And so they got to get voters out. And so Trump, you see, hates black people. Well, when did that happen? 
Oh, you don't understand. No, I don't. Trump hates legal migrants. When did that happen? He used legal migrants. <laughs> Trump is Hitler. What? What? And that's how they want to get out the vote. And this is the kind of totalitarian propaganda, thought processes, repeating the big lie that they use to grab control. And I have to say, one country after another has fallen for it. One country after another has fallen for this. Germany, Italy, Japan, World War II. One after another. We going to fall for it? Looks like it. What do I owe you, Mr. Producer? I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. And I urge all those Americans to stand with a company that champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbors back, who pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize that a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. Well, it's time to join your fellow patriots who fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. For half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. And it's a veteran-owned company. Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. That's puretalk.com slash Levin and save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. Should we win the next election, presidential and hopefully both houses, we can make a difference. As long as we do not allow the Susan Collinses of the world and all the rhinos in the Senate and the House. You know, it's interesting. They talk about Ronald Reagan. He won these massive landslides. And the landslide was so big in 1980 that he flipped the Senate from Democrat to House. Nobody expected it. And the biggest problem he had with spending cuts, you know, well, he didn't spend it, were the entrenched Republicans in Congress. He knew he had to fight the Democrats. The entrenched Republicans. He had to fight them and the Democrats. And he closed the government eight separate times. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? 
Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. I'm back, America. Glad you're here. Time flies when you're having a conniption. I mean, fun. How about those eagles? Anyway, uh, welcome back. Jamie Dimon is no friend of conservatives. He's no friend of Main Street USA. He's a Wall Street hack. He knows how to play the media. He knows how to socialize with the media. They love the guy. He's the CEO of J.P. Morgan. And, of course, he's the guy that's been telling Democrats to contribute to Nikki Haley's pack. She needs to be the nominee. But he's a diehard Democrat, and he wants Biden to win. So he thinks by nominating Haley. Have you noticed all the leftists think this? That hopefully they'll take out Trump, which they won't, and Biden will win. Haley would be the weakest candidate we could propose because the base wants nothing to do with her. And when other Republicans find out what a chameleon she is, unfortunately, and I say that unfortunately because I mean it, they won't want anything to do with her either. So she'll be left with the Wall Street Journal editorial page. Certain TV hosts and TV shows and uh, Democrats will be laughing all the way to their voting precincts, voting for Biden, having helped support Haley. Haley wants you to believe that she's going to have this big win in New Hampshire, even if she comes in second, it's a two-man race. First of all, Nikki, since you don't know if a man can become a woman, you should be saying it's a two-person race. Because you're all into that kind of woke crap now. Secondly, here's a hint. Certainly not in 2024, you're not going to be president. And she won't debate Ron DeSantis, so two debates have been canceled in New Hampshire. She won't debate him. Now, she came in third. Just shows you her arrogance. Two-man race. No, Nikki. The two men in the race would be Trump and DeSantis. So even by your own near illiteracy, uh, you exclude yourself. Jamie Dimon. Here he is on CNBC today, which is not a bad cable channel, by the way. Unlike MSNBC and NBC. Um, Let's go. Cut three, go. I wish the Democrats would think a little more carefully when they talk about MAGA. You know, and if you travel this country, you know, and the country's unbelievable. We took our bus trip this year and Leslie Picker was on Spokane and Boise and Bozeman. People are growing. They're hungry to grow. They're innovating. It's, It's everywhere. It's not just Silicon Valley. So we've got this great hand. But when people say MAGA, 
they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because his family values. Now, if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He's kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, China ta- virus. Tax reform worked. Mm-hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't th- I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. When he, when he, yeah. he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done and, you know, the Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, not, hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? Jimmy, and, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this, this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. Remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. And, of course, he'll be dismissed. Because Biden's entire campaign is built on hate. Stereotyping people, scaring them. And it works with a lot of Democrats. Remember that line Biden used? They'll, th- they'll throw you back in chains or something. Remember that, Mr. Producer? Put you all back in chains, he says to a black audience. They'll put you all back in chains. Republicans will put you all back in chains? I mean, seriously? Why do people listen to this crap? And this guy, Joe Kernan, who I do not know, but every time we have a clip with him, this guy is pretty good. Probably just ruined him. I want to read something to you. By our friend Julie Kelly, who really is a tremendous reporter. And um, really gives you a sense for what's happening with these corrupt federal Democrat judges. And they are corrupt through and through. They are just the worst. In January 2023... Two months after his appointment as special counsel, Jack Smith applied for a search warrant to obtain all the data associated with Donald Trump's long dormant Twitter account. Smith sought not just public posts, but direct messages, drafted and deleted posts, and the identity of any individual with access to the account. Smith also asked for, quote, all users Trump's account has followed, unfollowed, muted, unmuted, blocked, unblocked. All users who have followed, unfollowed, muted, unmuted, blocked or unblocked Trump's account. Now look at that net that he's throwing over America. Because this guy's a tyrant. He's a thug. The application to the court was stunning in scope with no justification as to why the government needed such a limitless trove of information, particularly one that clearly ran afoul of Trump's right to assert executive privilege. So, Smith neatly settled that matter by additionally asking for a non-disclosure order, in other words, a secret court order, that prevented Twitter from notifying Trump about the search warrant for six months. Now, ladies and gentlemen, these secret orders are almost never issued unless it is truly a national security issue. So, say, the Communist Chinese and so forth and so on, in our country are not notified. 
not an ex-president. Beryl Howe, remember I told you about her? Pat Leahy's Judiciary Committee director? She's a complete commie. An Obama-appointing chief judge of the district in Washington at the time once again wielded her rubber stamp to give Smith everything he wanted. And he wanted this, and she gave it to him. The pair claimed that if Trump found out about the warrant, he might intimidate witnesses or stoke violence. Can you believe this? At one point, Smith and Howe outlandishly insisted Trump might flee from prosecution, quote-unquote, if Twitter notified the former president. Again, it shows you how thoroughly, thoroughly fraudulent and corrupt the judiciary is in Washington, D.C. And if Donald Trump is elected, I'm going to ask to see him in his Oval Office. And issue number one for me will be to break up the cabal of phony judges in Washington, D.C., and take a number of those seats and push them out where they are needed. And get a new Judiciary Act passed <clears throat> and take some of their authority away from them. These, these people act like a Soviet Politburo. Lawyers for Twitter, at the time being bought by Elon Musk, sought to vacate the non-disclosure order under the company's First Amendment rights. Twitter asked how to delay production of Trump's data until the non-disclosure matter could be resolved. But Smith, the special counsel, was having none of it. After setting a near impossible deadline, exasperated by Smith's ham-handed, perhaps intentional way of serving the warrant, prosecutors first emailed the unprecedented order to an inoperable website at Twitter, causing days of delays. Smith opposed both Twitter's motion to vacate and asked Judge Howe to hold the company in contempt for failing to immediately comply. Democracy, America. Judge Howe once again granted Smith's wish. The same Judge Howe, Howe who denied Donald Trump in a secret hearing at Smith's request attorney-client privilege. How do you win with judges like this? Howe denied Twitter's motion to vacate or modify the non-disclosure order. That is, Twitter wanted to tell Trump, as they would tell any citizen. And then she took the unusual step of refusing to put a hold on her order pending appeal to the circuit court. She wouldn't stay it. She said, do it. And twisting the knife deeper into the company on the verge of becoming the biggest free speech platform in the world. Something Hal and her government apparatchik vehemently oppose. Judge Hal, appointed by Obama. Then find Twitter $350,000 for roughly two days of alleged delays in producing the files. At one point during the February 2023 sealed hearing, secret hearing, lots of secret hearings swelling around Trump. Judge Howell asked Twitter's lawyer if the company was trying to cozy up to the former president by filing the appeal. She should be disbarred. She should be removed. She is a fraud and a phony. She's intellectually corrupt. She knows who she is, and I know who she is. The problem is almost all the judges in that circuit, Democrats, are the same. So Twitter produced the requested records, but appealed Howe's ruling on the non-disclosure order, her refusal to stay her order pending appeal, 
and the contempt finding that resulted in the massive fine. In August 2023, not long ago, a three-judge panel of Democrat judges on the Court of Appeals in Washington upheld all of Howe's decisions. Writing for the 3-0 majority, Biden appointee, remember this name, Florence Pond. Remember I discussed her over the weekend, Florence Pond. Who is she? Appointed by Biden. Her husband made these allegations against Brett, Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, oh, we saw him during school. What a fraud and a phony. Huge left-wing Democrats. Huge campaign apparatchiks. She's a federal appellate judge. I'm sure Lindsey Graham voted for her. This is the one that made the outlandish SEAL Team 6 hypothetical during oral argument last week on Trump's immunity appeal. She gave short shrift to any executive privilege considerations at play. The panel, all Democrats, led by Pond, schizophrenically treated Trump like any other Twitter user. Immune from special treatment by the government and the courts while simultaneously referring to him as the former president. Indeed, in one passage defending Hal's decision not to allow Twitter to notify Trump about even a portion of the warrant, Judge Pond said such action would not have safeguarded the security and integrity of the investigation, as the whole point of the non-disclosure order was to avoid tipping off the former president about the warrant's existence. Yes, because you know he was plotting and planning to overthrow the country. Because he's Hitler. This is why I keep saying to you, and I will keep saying on all my platforms, that when Joe Biden and the media go on about Hitler and dictator and Stalin and Trump is against democracy, when the uh, Nimrod of Nimrods, the vice president of the United States, goes on The View, uh, which is basically a group of the most moronic, pathetic, well, I guess we call them women, don't we? Are we allowed to do that? I don't know what they are. Are they men? What are they? And they keep talking about this publicly. The whole purpose is to pressure the criminal justice elements of the system, from the attorney general to the prosecutor to the judge and the would-be jury, to make sure Hitler, who's a danger, never goes into the White House. We can't rely on MAGA. We can't rely on our voters to overcome MAGA. Giving up Twitter then asked the full circuit court for an unbock, meaning full court review of the panel's decision. I have to give credit to these lawyers trying to fight this. While denying Twitter's request for reconsideration on January 16 of last year, four Republican judges see they're in a small minority because Obama and Harry Reid, as I've told you, expanded the court and then stuffed it with radical Democrat campaign operatives. While denying Twitter's request, four Republican judges took the unusual step of writing a statement attached to the order, 12 pages, blasting Smith, blasting Howe, and Pond for violating the Constitution and other balance power protections. They said in part, the special counsel's approach obscured and bypassed any assertion of executive privilege and dodged the careful balance Congress struck in the Presidential Records Act. The district court and this court permitted this arrangement without any consideration of the consequential executive privilege issues raised by this 
unprecedented search. Here we're talking about the documents case, like it's an emergency. We should not have endorsed this gambit rather than follow established precedent for the first time in American history. In American history, a court allowed access to presidential communications before any scrutiny of executive privilege. Judge Naomi Rao, one of the Republicans, condemned Smith for seeking to obtain the records via court order rather than simply ask the National Archives for the data, which would have automatically triggered notice to the former president, something Smith purposely wanted to avoid. She said, I can find no precedent, none, for what occurred here. Namely, the court ordered disclosure of presidential communications without even notice to the president, without any adjudication of executive privilege, and she called the approach an unrun around executive privilege. And she went on, as did the others, about what took place here. The Democrat Party is destroying the nuclear family. It's destroying American history. The Democrat Party is destroying free speech, academic freedom. The Democrat Party hates our Constitution, so uses it to destroy it. The Democrat Party is destroying the judiciary and the entire process of holding fair trials and investigations. And then they lecture about democracy. I would hate to live in their hellhole of a democracy. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The first hour of my program has been posted on MarkLevinShow.com. It'll be posted on all my platforms. And I would like to encourage the millions of you people, you fantastic people, great American patriots, I would encourage you to take the link and share it with as many people as you know. I never ask you to do this, ever. But the times are grave, and it's getting darker and darker. Please go to MarkLevinShow.com or any of my platforms. It should be up there, if not now, soon. And share that link with as many people as you know, your social circles, bookmark circles. Share it with your members of Congress, Senate, everywhere humanly possible. I'll be grateful to you. We'll be right back. They call him Mr. Right, Mr. Conservative, and Mr. Constitution. But you can call him Mark at 877-381-3811. Let me do my Philadelphia, South Philadelphia accent, man, Mr. Producer. I'll be getting to you very shortly. All right, I told you I was going to take some calls, so I'm going to take them now. Let's start with Brian, Savannah, Georgia, the great WTKS. Yes, Brian. How may I help you, sir? Hey, good, Mark. How are you doing tonight? All right. Thanks, buddy. By the way, Savannah's a very pretty town. From time to time, I watched this show, you know, House Hunters, and they were in yeah. Savannah. 
And I said, well, that's a nice little town. Anyway, go right ahead, my friend. So the reason the Democrats are still filled with anti-Semites and these bigots and stuff is because they've always been the party of slavery and they always will be. Any cop can tell you that the biggest form of human slavery today is human trafficking. It's why they have this border open. Mm-hmm. And our president is one of the few politicians still living and still in office who voted against stuff like getting rid of Jim Crow laws and segregation. And I mean, I don't have to tell you, none of them voted to end slavery or segregation or any of that. So they just continue. And that's why they go toward Marxism because what the government gives us, they can take it away. So they want to make slaves out of basically all of us. It's why they're against the middle class and trying to destroy us with this inflation. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you make excellent points in this slavery issue. I agree with 100%. I've been talking about sex slave trade. We have slavery in our country today. And it's happening under the Biden administration and the Democrats on the southern border. The sex slave trade. That's what it's called because that's what it is. You haven't heard crap from Joy Reid, from Al Sharpton. You haven't heard crap from Rachel Madcow. Nothing from Andrea Mitchell, Jake Tapper, never talk about the slave trade going on on our board as a result of Democrat policies and Joe Biden. Thank you for your call, my friend. Let's go to Rick. Elmwood Park, New Jersey, WABC. Go right ahead, Rick. Thanks for taking my call, Mark. I was listening to you talking about the Democrats fear mongering campaign against Trump. And I was thinking, where have I heard this before? And then it dawned on me. It's the old global warming climate change scam. Remember, the uh, ice caps were supposed to melt oh, yes. and sea level was supposed to rise. Ten years, there'd be no more, no more America. Yes. No more snow. The islands would be submerged. Um, you know, it's funny, be- Rick, you remind me of something. If you folks who have it, Liberty and Tyranny, I have a whole chapter on this. And I spent like, I don't know, six, seven, eight, ten pages, both sides, listing Back then, back then, way back then, uh, all the media claims on what was going to happen. And, of course, the opposites were going to happen all the time. But it's in fine print. And my editor at the time said, I don't really think we need to do this. And I said, I 100% think we need to do it. Absolutely. So people see how insane this is. You're exactly right, Rick. They told us the same thing 100 years ago, Mark. If you check the Washington Post... November 2nd, 1922, report on global warming. Are you kidding? No. Wow. And then they had global cooling and now global warming and now just climate change. Everything is because of our liberty and our lifestyle. It's our fault. I detest these people. Final word. Go right ahead. I have climate change articles going back to 1846. I'll get them some other night. Well, do you just Google them? you got to go beyond that to find them, don't you? I did eight years of research, Mark. <laughs> have you written I, anything? I did a lot of research. No, no, um, I don't have the degree. I just did uh, personal research, private research. I don't research. care, but you found real resources here, right? I or found sources, a lot of I stuff, say. Mark. I found well, call again. Don't be a stranger. Thank you, my brother. Let's keep going. New York, WABC land is wide awake. Call after call. Anthony. Anthony. Queens. How are you, Anthony? 
I'm fine, Mark. Thank God you're on the air. I would like to ask you about uh, For now. one or two messaging things. Yes. Uh, one is this. Why is it that Republicans never make the point that as bad as Biden is, the bigger problem is the Democrat Party? Certainly you agree factually with that, given your book. And the scenario I fear, and that is fairly Can obvious. Can I answer that question? I'm going to answer that question. Other than a handful of people in the media and on Capitol Hill. So many of these people hate me. They just do. I don't socialize with them. I'm not interested in being part of their club. I'm highly critical of them. So they will use things that I write or say, but they will... They will pull a Joe Biden and they will do everything they can, or a President Gay, now Professor Gay, everything they can to avoid it. That's just the way it is. I've come to accept it, and I just plow ahead and do my thing. The audience is massive. Radio, TV, Blaze, books, and I don't, I don't need to play that game. So I think in many ways, there's some, some of us, you're listening to one of the most authentic people to ever be on radio. I'm just being honest about it. And there have been great people on radio who I love who are also authentic. But I'm just saying it's, it's, not, it's not that common or it's not as common as people may think. Go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was making the point in terms of the Republicans' own interests. Um, they, they never make the point that as bad as Biden is, uh, that the Democratic Party is far worse. And I think that leads to a very likely scenario where Republicans continue to harp about how awful Biden is and you shouldn't vote for him for the election. And then the day comes where he announces he, he, he isn't running and the Republican argument that Biden is so bad evaporates. That's, and by the way, that's a great point. It's a great point. Well, but they can, they can actually do both. That is, you know... Expose Biden for what he is and expose the Democrat Party for what it is. But, you know, you've got these Republicans who are too busy attacking us, you and me, their base, whether it was the Tea Party, the Reagan Revolution, the Trump Revolution. Who are they attacking? They're attacking us. And if our candidates have a shot at winning, they attack our candidates. Thank you for your call. Excellent call, my friend. These are all excellent calls. Luis, North Little Rock. Arkansas, home to one of the great senators, dear friend, Tom Cotton, the great K-A-R-N. Luis, go. Thank you, Mark. Uh, the Democrat politicians have traded their red, white, and blue for a hammer and a sickle. We are not going through an Obama vomit. We are going through a Biden diarrhea. We need a Trump <laughs> Emodium plus to get a healthy, a health, a healthy weight. Luis, I was hungry, but not anymore, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother, I get the point. Thank you for your call. I don't know. I don't want to go much further with that. Let's keep going. Robert, Brooklyn, New York, the great WABC. Robert, how are you? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Uh, yes, sir. A couple of points. Number one, in New Hampshire, it's absolutely imperative. All right, okay. may I correct you, please? New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire. Yeah, it's imperative that they get out and vote 
because the Democrats are going to be go- making a big effort to go out and vote for Nikki Haley. And it's absolutely imperative that the Republicans vote and not let the Democrats steal the Republican uh, people, the Republican choice in New Hampshire. That's imperative. And the other mm-hmm. thing is Kafir Bibas, that wonderful little baby, the Israeli baby. He is birthday. He was born on J- January 17th of 23. Mm-hmm. So that means mm-hmm. he's one year old. Hopefully he wasn't killed. And I'm praying for Kafir Bibas and his brother, his four-year-old Ariel, and all mm-hmm. the hostages. And, you know, these Hamas people, they're demonstrating in front of Memorial Sloan uh, Cancer Hospital. Shame on them and shame on people like Biden. Now, this is an important point. The Hamas wing of the Democrat Party uh, was um, protesting at a cancer center in New York. Oh, the pro-Palestinians, they call them. No, they're pro-terrorists. And notice how they are never condemned. I mean, you could have a Trump supporter, even a DeSantis supporter, spit on the sidewalk, and my God, you'll never see the end of it. It's just unbelievable. Thank you for your excellent call, my friend. Let's sneak in one more, shall we? Yes, we can. Ron, other side of the country, Salem, Oregon, the great KSLM. Ron, go right ahead. I'm going to tell you straight on up. I'm going to give it to you right now. Yes. People don't know our history. Wait well, a minute. Going... It's my buddy Ron. Yes, it is. The black redneck. You bet. You I'm sorry, buddy. Brother. I forgot. Go right ahead. Well, make a long story short. Still, I'm still bringing the bear claw on these Republicans and getting rid of the hyenas. What you got is a bunch of hyenas in the Democrat Party. What you got is a, a bureaucracy that's been traced all back to the age of enlightenment of the 1880s to, to Wilson came in office. They don't teach that in the schools. Uh, we've gotten away from that history. And at the same time, the, to go through and let these people dictate how they run. Yes, Mark Levin, human trafficking is happening in my state. There have been mm-hmm. over 400 people in West of Eugene, in the hills, all the way down to Douglas County. It's human trafficking, drugs. Unbelievable. Children and mutilations. And, and I won't even go into what my godson told me, and I verified, but the news media will not speak on it. They will mm-hmm. not stand. And at the same time, what we have to do, Mark, is no more. We are citizens. We are one nation under God. I don't care about the color. No matter what the rabid beast that's on, the, on those alphabet shows may say, the Jezebels, the, the Delilah. They're all going to beat the final judge with the creator. But at the same time, do not weaken. Get out to the office. Start in your community. Start in your school boards. We're trying to get school choice like in Arizona. Got. We outspend all the western states in education. We're 50th. You know why? That's designed. What they're doing with this open invasion that's coming in through our borders. And China buying up our food sources and military bases, and at the same time, in, and not you know, not checking for ID for those coming in, not giving them a health check or anything else. Just let them come in. We pay them a check, five hundred and twelve billion dollars. We paid last year in the last fiscal budget, of the United States, not counting mm. state money. These are the facts. These are the things that they want because they want you know, just like they want to take out our dams, want to take out our green power. Isn't it amazing, we're regressing. They will regret. They want to take out hydroelectric dams that create electricity. They want to shut down pipelines that move fuel from one part of the country to the other. They want to destroy the combustion engine. They want to destroy our heating systems, our air conditioning systems, our washing machines, our dishwashers. These people are regressive. They're destructive. They are throwbacks. And in many ways, they have a mentality when it comes to 
being regressive and throwbacks of the Taliban. They don't even need the monuments alone. They don't even leave our history alone. Great call, my brother. Keep it up and thank you. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Now, here's the thing, Mark. There are tens of millions of us. I believe we still outnumber the people who hate America. And understand something. When I say hate America, I mean hate you. Hate you. You hear our friend call from Oregon. He's a black American. He's a patriot. Well, guess what? Guess what? Of our tens of millions who are patriots, many are black Americans. Many are Asian Americans. Many are Hispanic Americans. They love this country. We all love this country, except those who live within the umbrella of the Democrat Party. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our truckers, freedom fighters all over the world. I want the people in Israel to know that we stand with you and we are embarrassed and humiliated by this clown in our White House. See you tomorrow.